you have any fantasy football team this weekend? And how did they get on? To be really good at you need to just take people in, draw people out, and then make sure you're doing these boosts here and there. And I'm like, Got myself in my own fantasy team. Got myself in my own fantasy team. Got myself in my own fantasy team. Hello and welcome to the Game Week 18 preview. We are mid-game week in Game Week 17. I think we've got well two fixtures left this evening, obviously with the Spurs and Leicester game being called off. So yeah, two games left this evening. Um, as if you're not all aware, COVID is playing havoc in the terms of FPL at the moment. Mindy's putting his poor score down to that, but there's other things at play that affects Mindy's uh, thought process. So it just that extra that's um, causing confusion with Mindy's team selection. But nevertheless, we're here for a preview the next, well, review this game week, but also preview next game week and hopefully guide you through Christmas and also the uh, yeah the uncertainty around the situation at the moment. I just want to apologise in advance to everyone for the poor taste of Callum's YouTube graphic as well. Like, I personally don't condone or endorse sad behaviour. <laughs> it wasn't It wasn't a, a jibe, it was just there to reflect the current situation. I mean, you, you'll be at the cheese and wine parties next with that level of respect. Um, the LA is BBC employee taking the moral high ground. Um, what was I going to say? I, tr- I tried to um, go for my booster at your gaff before. Uh, yeah, he had T- two hour, t- two hour queue. Even though I had an appointment, so I couldn't, I couldn't get it in the end. I would have missed the start of my shift, and it was a nightmare. N- I think I saw you actually at the Etihad. You were you, you the one with the the anti vax sign <laughs> at the back of the queue. I've um, I've never seen so many people at the Etihad. <laughs> Yeah. I think I think yeah. I think that's why the, I think that's why they were struggling to get through everyone. They just weren't used to having that many people there. <laughs> is that is that the new um, advice now? S- stay at home unless you want to need to go to pack queue for a booster jump. Um, have you um, y- you won't be eligible for yours yet, will you? Because you're under thirty, or can you get one? Oh, old time with me, mate. No, it's six months, isn't it? Uh, but yeah, without going, this podcast is quickly taken over by the vaccine. But yeah, no, not not ready yet. Well, I mean, it's not really. We're, we're sort of taking it a, a fast and loose approach to the the stream this week, a bit more unstructured, just because. I mean, we could have done a carefully structured running order and put a lot of time and effort and thought into it, like we do every week. But the fixtures are just dropping like flies, so there's no no real point having a big plan. We're just going to sort of loosely talk through some some stuff. But yeah, we'll we'll get to the FPL. Shall we? Um, Crack on with some admin, follow, subscribe, all that stuff. Um, the deadline this Saturday this week. I'm not letting you do the deadline this week. If you got it wrong last week. The well, that might, that might not be the deadline if the early kickoff goes. So hang on, the, the it's just said to me now the Saturday deadline is half one. Oh, there isn't an early kickoff. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Was United so, yeah. supposed to be the early game? Oh yeah, United was the early game, so might push one back. We'll push one forward, sorry. So that gives um gives people a bit more time on Saturday. You can have um you, you can have a socially distanced spender now, Friday night and do your team Saturday afternoon. Um anything else? What what else do we usually plug here for social um follow on Twitter, Instagram, handle is at premium underscore FPL. Uh if you're listening 
live by any chance put your comment into the um youtube comments and um callum will flag them up yeah should we talk about this um this mental game week should we talk about last game week or should we just focus on the game week we're in the middle of uh well yeah maybe just talk about the one that we're in the, the middle of that's what people are here for aren't they cool uh so we're going through the running order of game week review um ongoing review of this game week um yeah how to handle the covid chaos games dropping like flies obviously the importance of having a strong squad we'll go over um a lot of Value in midfield at the moment. Uh, that's where the points seem to be happening. Uh, big at the backs, kind of going away in a in a sense, but it could easily come back with Chelsea tonight. You don't know against a depleted Everton team. Um, strikers review, obviously best of a bad bunch, but Watkins did deliver. Those who had him Tuesday night, and then yeah, not just COVID that you got to worry about. Uh, Firmino being back, uh, the yellow cards, uh, people players on four yellow cards, and then also Afcon, which is. Um, Rumours that it might, might or might not be happening. So, yeah, one to keep an eye on. Cool, yeah, a bit of stuff to get through then. Um, I'll, I'll let you talk through your game week first. I need to um, prepare myself before <laughs> I talk about mine. Yeah, so I've actually had a good good game week so far, um, unless Alonso and Rudiger. Well, Rudiger will probably get his two Two, pe- two uh, assists for pens that he gets Oh, you now. brought in uh, Foden and Watkins. Were they your transfers this week? <laughs> yeah. Have you oh, only just seen this? So, uh, yeah, I think I was so oh. keen to get the podcast on. Um, so, yeah, 38 points, closing the gap to Mindy. Uh, I think it's about 18 now, 18 points, I think it last look. Um, so, yeah, transfers in this week. Uh, Watkins uh, in for Ronaldo and then Basuma out, Foden in. So, yeah, transfers paid off big time this week. It's funny not to um, rub it in even further, but before the United game was uh, called off, I was set on doing Gundogan to Bernardo Silva, so that actually has helped me big time. Saw your eye roll there. Um, but yeah, other than that, obviously Ramsdale now, clean sheet that he always gets. Livermento actually needed to play him, got nothing. But then Gundogan, Foden, obviously the Watford game's off, so Bowen's coming in for two points. So, yeah, I'm currently on 40 points with Salah, Yotta, Trent and James to go. Inside the top 400k now, I think, for the first time this season. So, onwards You know what's a bloody joke about this? So, I was feeling quite, well, not smug, but, like, I was content with my decision not to have got Ronaldo because my, my, my thought process was I'll get a stronger bench, I'll spread the money around. So, that was why I got Bernardo. But then all the people who went for Ronaldo, they then downgraded into Watkins and used the money to get Foden. That's what like a lot of people have done. They've upgraded their fifth mid to Foden or something like that. So, yeah, in the end, I think people who went for Ronaldo, if they've made those sort of transfers, they've, um, they're the winners of this game week. So, yeah, uh, a, a little mention to um, Josh in our, in our mini-league. He, he claims he was going to bring in Watkins and Foden and transfer out Ronaldo, but apparently he was at he was at choir, which is um an interesting. I've not heard that excuse before. It was what it was IKEA it was IKEA last season when he missed the deadline. This type this this year it's the choir. Uh, it's a killer that is obviously United Brentford off next week as well, so he's going to have to get him out anyway. So yeah, that's that's unfortunate. Uh, move on to your great score. So you want to run through it? Uh, I'm currently on f- 
the total score of 14 points, which uh, is actually quite... I'm actually quite pleased with that now, considering what I was on before Smith-Rowe scored last night. Um, yeah, there's not really a lot for me to to write home about with my game week. I, like you said last night, I need Mount to um, save my game week like he's done in some other weeks. Uh, obviously, Watford not having a game has hurt my uh, forward line. Bernardo some, getting one point in the 7-0. He's, as the community have been saying, he's done a Havertz when um, <laughs> Chelsea won 7-0 and he got one point. So um, I've been introduced to that world of pain. Uh, it's, it's an interesting one. We need to talk about that later. Like, what is what is the City midfielder to get? I don't know. It's, it changes I, I, every week. It's pointless. Uh, it's pointless moving, it. isn't it? Um, Obviously, after it Tuesday, Foden was unbelievable that game. Uh, I was there. De Bruyne was great too. Those two were the the best. Um, obviously, De Bruyne stopped start the season, so probably still wouldn't go there. But yeah, Foden was electric. Could have got a lot more points. So, I, I had Foden when he looked like the one to get a couple of months ago. Yeah, and then niggles. He, and then he blanked three times, and then got the niggles. And then Rafinha, I sold. Then starts like scoring directly from crosses and scoring pens all over the gap. And a similar thing with bloody Rudiger. So Reese James, what, was, what did he get? Like 50 points in three weeks. So I, I got, got him in for Rudiger. And then Reese James has got one point in the next four games. And Rudiger's now playing like Ramos, like winning winning pens. He's won three pens since I've sold him. And then and then you, you're telling me I'm on a lucky run. I, I, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how I'm, how I'm on a lucky run. Maybe if you didn't have Mason Mount, you'd be uh, in the doldrums. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'll be very surprised if he doesn't at least get a goal this evening. It's just that he's just saved you on many occasions. He's like your Ronaldo in Champions League. Comes up clutch in the last minute. Um, well, yeah, that would be very well. Anything from Alonso would be good as well. Because, yeah, he was another one who, um, another player I brought in recently that's not been a great transfer. Probably looking to who, get rid of Who have you got coming in for King? Uh I was going to say Lord Liv, but he's not a Lord anymore. I think his stock has fallen, just Livermento. Blank Liv. Blankety blank now, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, we were saying last week, weren't we, that the, the he's sort of not really a great option anymore. Because in, in the COVID state of play, you're often going to need that bench player to come on. And he's not really a strong enough option with Southampton's goalkeeping and defence situation to rely on. So, so, yeah. Something to... if you if, if you've not, everyone's got something to do with their transfers, I'm sure. But if you've not, Livermore to someone better is worth doing. Yeah, there's a lot of defenders at that price point. Uh, we'll just quickly run over to the the games so far that have fallen fate to COVID. So obviously Brighton, Tottenham, uh, and then which was last weekend, and then Brentford, United, Burnley, Watford, Leicester, Tottenham, which is this evening, and then Man United, Brighton was the first to go this weekend. But no doubt there'll be. There'll be more to come, unfortunately. Um, yeah, so that's just one to keep an eye on. So just looking at this now, would you... like? We don't really know when, how quickly these will be rescheduled, but would the would the inevitable double game weeks for these teams sway you in transfers now? Yeah. It's, it, you just don't know how, how quick the, the double is going to come, do you? Like, 
I think previous seasons the they tend to fall quite late in the season. I remember last year. I think that's just because when the spare game weeks are, because obviously midweek fixtures now in Premier League, um, and then the FA Cup comes, then the Champions League comes. Um, so yeah, I remember last last season the the doubles kept, tended to come quite late in the season, didn't they? So it'd be interesting to see what happens here. Oh, I I should know this as a United fan, but I don't think we're in the League Cup anymore. And um, are Tottenham still in it? Because I'm just thinking um, when the teams that are still in the, the League Cup play those games, they might just look to if United and Tottenham aren't in the um, aren't in that cup anymore, they could just put them in there in that week. Yeah, it'd be, be interesting, not... won't it? I think Tottenham's probably a priority, isn't it, for the Premier League because they're three games behind now. So yeah, yeah. If, so... They, if they leave it too late, they might struggle to get them as others in. So I'm pretty sure West, yeah, I think West Ham knocked us out of the League Cup. So, so, so yeah, the, these might roll around sooner than sooner than normal. If because uh, you, you'd imagine they'd want they'd, they want to catch up as soon as possible with everything, mm. with like what's going on. But yeah, something to think about. Um, the big thing for me now is 14 players. Definitely, um, you want playing first team for their clubs, and then obviously. My second goalkeeper isn't playing at the moment. Whether you, you've got the luxury of having two playing goalkeepers, don't you? So that's probably the only position where you might be able to just hope that you keep plays. But I say the rest of them, like definitely, obviously, you're talking about moving Livermento on when you can. Just make sure that you'd be happy to start them every week. Now, I think I think that's probably the best advice I can give. Yeah, especially as it looks like the Premier League are just going to roll with these punches. They're not looking to a break in at the moment so they said at the start of the week there's a new testing regimen to try and stem these outbreaks moving back to daily tests and all that stuff and training separately etc so yeah I think it's just going to be inevitable that certain players are going to be out without warning some weeks and games games dropping here and there uh Hopefully, it's one of those cases where if you've been hit by it badly, it evens out over the season, as they say. But yeah, it's um, it's a shame that it's come like this. But yeah, we can't really do anything about it. So well, we we've got some other things to talk about, haven't we? For how to handle COVID chaos, should we um, we're we talking about that here. Yeah, no, we yeah. can talk about it here in this 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 section. Yeah, obviously. So, yeah, go on, you go. Yeah, so I, I was thinking about this. Just before we came on, like with my with my team, but I think general advice would be try not to have three players from one team wherever possible. Well, obviously, with Liverpool, you're not going to get rid of Jota or Trent or whatever. But if you've already got three players from some teams, I wouldn't be doing that elsewhere because then if a fixture if a fixture gets called off, you could be down six players. Um. Like last week, people who had like Tony or Mbomo and Ronaldo and a United player, like you, 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 you're a bit screwed then because you, even if you've got decent bench options, it's not enough to cover to cover the missing players. So that's something to think about. And then um, I probably I probably add City to that as well, like in terms of free players. I won't be afraid to go for free City because obviously City and Liverpool aren't going to play each other now until quite. Until like March time, so yeah, if 
I don't think I'd be put off City three, but yeah, the rest certainly the rest of the league, I wouldn't go three players. Yeah, and what was the other thing? Oh, so don't. I mean, people, most people know this, but don't have your vice and your captain set in the same game. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't have them on the same day now either. Like, I, I know I know a lot of people on Tuesday were setting the the vice captain to a game that night because they didn't want they weren't sure if the games on Wednesday and Thursday were going to go ahead. And I think that's probably a good idea. Uh, not worked out so well for me because if if Salah doesn't play tonight. Then my vice captain is Bernardo because I've sort of followed that logic. Um, but yeah, other people might have their vice on Foden or Watkins or something like that. Oh, who's your vice on? Yotta. I just had a look. I didn't realise. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've got away game, with it. Yeah, I've got away yeah, with Liverpool it. Yeah, Liverpool game's on. Defi- so, um, definitely want to think of going forward. Is there, is there anything else you'd say to people for um, being COVID aware? Uh, just be, just be clever with it. I'd say. Obviously, people, the first first kind of reaction is like outrage and and stuff like that. Like, oh, I can't believe. But it, just be clever with your planning. Obviously, if a team's affected by COVID, um, don't bring a player of that that of that team in. Um, this is quite easy. Or or look at the fixtures of the next two of who they're playing and don't bring them in. That is kind of obvious advice. But yeah. Just, just be clever with the situation and kind of, yeah, just be mindful of what's going on and kind of plan accordingly, really. Obviously, you can't plan a new outbreak coming, but ones that are happening now um, with Burnley, Leicester, like look at those fixtures over the next two, three, because normally Burnley is a fixture that you target, but have that in the back of your mind, like that game might not be on. Yeah, I guess the other thing to mention here, we're going to talk about all the players on it later, but... Don't fill your bench with uh, players who might be getting yellow cards soon as well, because then you sort of you're trying to plan, but you're sort of shooting yourself in the foot. So yeah, I'd check that as well. Check check the uh, amnesty table. But, yeah, I think that's everything really. Should we? Um, yeah, one man who who will will end this section on the light. And one man who has taken advantage of well, not just COVID really, but he's played a free hit. Uh, maybe his team was highly affected by COVID. He might have had Ronaldo and stuff. This was actually from Wednesday morning uh, that sent this. And this guy has gone from 31,000 to 171st in the world. Um, since then, obviously Bardi's not playing, but Zaha's coming in. Zaha's scored as well. So he might even be even higher than this. So yeah, this has brought a smile to, to the face. Just just seeing this, obviously Martinez, Mings, and then De Bruyne is his captain, Foden, Mares. So yeah, just this is obviously a guy who... Has, Guy or girl, we don't know. Enough. Guy or girl, yeah, took, took um, by the scruff of the neck this game and, yeah, just gone for it. Avoided Salah, which might put him back down to 31,000 if he gets a hat-trick this evening. But, yeah, for now, it's paid off and, yeah, fair play to him. Or her. Yeah, so the, the rank rise was, what, from 31k to... 171st, which is incredible. Wow. And he, he's got Zaha as well. So I don't know if he's actually gone up even more after last night. Yeah, I mean, it's it's something that most of us don't consider because, like, we use the the chips for black game weeks and double game weeks and all that stuff. But most every season, there's a story like this, isn't there, where someone uses it in a different time and absolutely smashes it. So yeah, fair play. I'm convinced he must have not had the city team early. Look at that, De Bruyne, Foden, and Mares all started. It's a bit dodgy. 
He must be one of the uh, one of the decent employees at City who has <laughs> who has good contacts and good knowledge. If if only we had someone at Premium Player who could. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Even even if I did get a team early, I wouldn't be telling you. That's for sure. <laughs> right. Uh, we'll move on to the midfielders. We're going to try and keep it short, short and snappy this week. Um, yeah, you wanted to touch on the midfielders, didn't you? And obviously, there's not a lot of going for right for forwards uh, at the moment, but there's a there's a variety of midfielders, isn't there? Different price points, and these these are just the highest scorers um, since game week one. Really, obviously, no surprise. Salah, seventy point gap to the next one, but yeah, there's there's some exciting names bunching up behind him now, isn't there? So yeah, I've like just before when I was on WhatsApp with you, and I was just listing out all the midfielders that are scoring points or have got good fixtures coming up or are in decent form. There's just so many that both top of the head: Bowen, Moan, not Bowen, Bowen, Mount, Gallagher, Madison, Foden, Bernardo, Grealish, Jota, Smith Rowe, Salah, and that's um, that's sort of like scraping the surface, really. Um, so. I think there'll be a lot of managers wondering like which midfielders to prioritise. So I thought it'd be good if we like maybe ranked our top four. Obviously, the top one, the first top one, Salah, and so yeah. on. But maybe if we like rank second, two, three, four, like what? Who do we think are the best? And like take into account form and fixtures. Mm-hmm. So who would be your? Who would be your? Who would be your second one after Salah? I'm probably biased because I brought him in this week and he smashed it. Um, but yeah, did look electric. Probably Foden. Um, just keep an eye out for any injury news from Pep. But yeah, I think City's fixtures over Christmas are great. And even if he's playing three out of four, I fancy him to score in all of them, really. Would you, um, while we're on Foden, would you, like, for all the managers like me, you've got Bernardo, would you double? Yeah, probably. I thought you were going to ask me would I change then, and I probably I would be more reluctant to say that. But yeah, yeah, probably would double up. I mean, we don't actually know. Do you know anything about how serious Bernardo's injury is? Because he didn't. No, it, it was interesting after the game because I just thought he brought Bernardo off and then Rodri, who obviously been our two best players this season. So I just thought he's done that because that game's in the bag. And it was only after after the game where he said a bit of muscle tiredness. Um, whether he gives him the Newcastle game off, which is next, which wouldn't surprise me because obviously that's an easier game on paper. So I would be concerned as a Bernardo order with them quotes, um, whether he misses that game. But obviously he's still very instrumental to the team. Um, the only issue now is Kev coming back. Uh, Bernardo, where he's got most of his joy from is that right hand, right, like right middle side of midfield. And that's obviously where Kevin De Bruyne operates from. So, I don't know if that'll affect his position in any way. Um which yeah, just be interesting. Just I just think there's a lot there's more going for Foden now in the favour, other than the ownership if you're scared of that. Obviously Bernardo thirty one percent old. But yeah, Foden's the one for me for City. I saw a piece before, I didn't fully read the article, I just saw the headline, but it said that it was like attributed to De Bruyne saying he's still struggling with recovering from COVID and his injury. He's not fully there. But I don't know if how recent that was. Uh, so yeah, I did the interview with him after the game. He said he was pretty much back to his best. Oh right. yeah, he, he said it had been a tricky start to the season. He said he's he's just not got going, but he was he was back to his best on Tuesday. Um, 
but leads him off. Do you think Pedro's stop wrestling him now? Then do you think he'll become first? It's tricky, isn't it? You, you can never say with Pep because on Tuesday I was like, "There's no way Sterling's not playing after how he's playing," and then yeah, he dropped out of nowhere. So you just. As much as I like to think that I can guess what Pep's going to do, I just don't know. Foden might not yeah. play at the weekend. It, it's, it's impossible, I think. Yeah, very tricky. Um, so, all right, top two are Salah and Foden. And then three would be, third would be Jota. Yeah, I'd go along with that. Yeah. Do, do, do you think for me, because Klopp said yesterday Firmino's back and he's in contention to play tonight, that, that muddies the waters a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah, bit bit of a deterrent isn't it but I think did he get 30 minutes at the weekend in his top non-pen XGI which is ridiculous I actually benched him at the weekend so yeah when I saw that I got away with murder really right yeah and I'm, I'm the lucky one apparently um, what was I going to say so yeah okay we'll settle we're not really offering much here are we to Liverpool in the city um, I think the other thing even though Firmino's back if AFCON goes ahead it's still like Jota's going to get more game time then anyway, so he's still a good person to keep hold of or to buy. Um, all right, so there's a lot of competition then for this fourth slot. How, how, how are we going to decide? What are the names that spring to your mind for the fourth best? I think at the moment, the way the game is, we can probably say five, can't we? So let's give it four and five. I just, I just right. think there's a lot more, lot more points in it, and we offer something different then than just offering to Liverpool and say, um, I'm just going to say my midfielder, so I better not. Uh, I, I do think those fixtures on paper for West Ham are great. Obviously, not offering too much at the moment, so it'd probably be Bowen, and then. Everyone's tricky because Smith Rowe's obviously not been playing. Came on yesterday, didn't he? Got your goal. Um, it Madison's look good, but the fixtures things. fixtures aren't great. It isn't great though now that like Martinelli's on form, Udegaard's on form. He can. I think earlier on, Arteta was reluctant to arrest Smith Rowe because he was the player he could rely on most weeks and. Odegaard wasn't looking that great, whereas now the fact that he can just manage Smith Rowe's minutes, rotate him when he wants, and he's got options there, it does. I don't. I don't think Smith Rowe makes it anymore into the top five. No. no. Would you go along with Bowen? Yeah, I think. But but Bowen does Bowen edge it over Mount for you? Probably, yeah. Just because. We'll talk about it later, but Chelsea are actually bottom of the fixture ticking off for the next five game mm-hmm. weeks. West Ham are top. So, yeah, I just think play the fixtures. He still looks better. I, I was sort of dipping in and out of the Arsenal-West Ham game yesterday. He still just looks more lively and more in the game than Antonio, doesn't he? Mm. Um, what about Gallagher? It's a tricky one, isn't it? Because the game before Everton, where he was brilliant, two goals, great goal. The game before that, he played defensive midfield, and then obviously everyone was like, "Do we take him out?" And then he scored two, brilliant. And then last night, I didn't watch the game, but obviously he didn't get a goal and assist. Not sure where he was playing. Um, they've got a nice run now, and I think, I think what's changed team. recently is that uh, he doesn't have to do as much defending and play as deep because now Will Hughes has started playing in the last two games, and he just mm. sort of sits there and sort of, 
you know, dictates the possession. He's quite good on the ball, isn't he, with Hughes? So he's come in and that's meant that Gallagher can, can get further forward. But on the flip side, the fact that Will Hughes has come in has meant that he's he's taken the set pieces. So mm. on the one hand, you've got Gallagher who's able to get into the box more and get into shooting positions. But he's on, I think, I don't, I don't think he's on any set pieces now. Or not from what I've seen. I've not seen him on anything while Will Hughes has been in the team. So like the assist from the corner the other week went to Will Hughes. Um, but yeah, I do think that if Will Hughes keeps his spot, and then you've got James McArthur to come back, who Gallagher seems to play well with. That does mean that he shouldn't be having to do as much of the defending in midfield, which, yeah, it's, it's, I'd, I'd probably still edge it to, to Bowen on fixtures, but would you, would you maybe put Gallagher fifth as the fifth midfielder? Yeah, probably. Obviously, you can't disagree with what he's offering. I just, I just, as well as Palace are playing, still playing really well, I just think that midfield is quite susceptible to change depending on result say if they have two bad games then he won't be dropped yeah. but he can like be pushed further back kind of thing whereas you, you know what you're getting from Bowen Yotta um, Foden like they're always going to play attacking positions whereas a bit of uncertainty around Gallagher um, but you can't argue with the points that he's got so far and yeah looks great every game I guess we'll do a little notable mention category and just drag this we should a offer more. A- I suppose Bowen's a bit of a differential, but we shouldn't offer up someone else who you think. I think Greenwood well, is coming into it for United. Obviously, when their games come back, he's probably not the most exciting. Well, as the revelation was on the podcast last week from your brother, you don't get any points for pressing. But <laughs> he's one of the worst in terms of amount of running and amount of pressures in the final third. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm not sure... I think unless is he, he, he going to be a victim of the Google press? Is it <laughs> the Google press? Um, but I'm trying, to, I'm Raf- trying to pick out someone who isn't on this list. Well, obviously, it's easy so to I, go I was going to mention Rafina because he's still been delivering, and I, I wonder if he's taken his last two pens with a plum. Whether he might have trumped the pen order. So even when Bamford's back, could could Rafinha still be on him? And in two weeks, so his next two fixtures are Arsenal and Liverpool, which aren't great. But then the fixtures are all right again from game week 20 onwards. Villa, Burnley, West Ham, Newcastle. So, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't... If Rafinha does stay on pens and he scored in some of the harder fixtures where you wouldn't expect him to score, so... Mm. Yeah, I watched the game against Chelsea. He obviously scored the pen, but he also had a great opportunity offside. Um, but, yeah... Yeah, he's, he's still ticking over nicely. Uh, I guess one player we've not mentioned is Son. Yeah, a lot of games now. I, I think for me, with Spurs now, it's probably going to depend on when the, when those games are rescheduled. When the double, if the doubles come thick and fast, then people will quickly move back to them, won't they? Maybe not Kane, but Son and the defender. Yeah, just having a quick scan through the list. Is there anyone else we've not mentioned? Um don't think so. I think that's... So, would you advise people to go for five in midfield now? Yeah, five. definitely. Either, yeah, three, five, two, I think is the optimum. It might change. Every time we do this, it changes like week after. But yeah, I just think with Chelsea's tricky run now, and then if you can get ahead before their Club World Cup as well, um, just have one or two Chelsea max. And you don't have to completely 
move around your team because I think that period where the Club World Cup kind of overlaps with AFCON as well, that could cause some real damage to the team. So, yeah, just I think I've, well, I've got Chelsea, Defender, Trent, and then Cancelo. I think that's the way to play it. And then a power five, but yeah. Right. So, just to recap then, so our top five is one Salah, yeah. two Foden, yeah. three Jota, yeah. four Bowen. Yeah. And who was the fifth? Gallagher. Gallagher, right. Sweet. Um, but if he wants to go for a city midfielder, as two two, it probably still would be Bernardo. Um, yeah. Could turn to Grealish, but yeah, Bernardo would still. Cool. All right then. Yep, move on. Um yeah, this is obviously <laughs> God. I know we we both stuck with him, uh, but this is from Big Man Backer stats around Antonio since his last league goal in game week nine. Obviously, it's great run now uh, coming up. I think there's five or six unbelievable fixtures. But the way it's going, you can see him blanking all of them. Uh, you, you know, you know what's play. happened here, don't you? The fact that we we, we both kept marrying him in Snogmarry Void, <laughs> and he's he's got complacent. His form's dips. He's like, he's like, yeah. um, he's like, he's like the player that gets the bumper contract and then just thinks, you know what, I can just just stroll it in. For, for... He's like, um, Aubameyang after he got the big contract at Chelsea, uh, Chelsea Arsenal. <laughs> Oh, this it's, it's really not been good, has it? He's got he's got Norwich though. Now yeah. I can't can't tell him this week. But the way this is going, people who've kept Antonio, there's going to be a COVID outbreak in one of those camps, isn't there? <laughs> or Just, or he'll get his he'll get his annual injury. Or Kufal's obviously suspended. Ben Johnson's uh, injured. <laughs> there's rumours that he's right. <laughs> Oh, he, played, he played right back for against Arsenal last twenty. I, I can't see him starting a game at right back, but yeah, yeah, he did. He did actually play the last twenty minutes, I think, against Arsenal at right back. Moved Bowen up front. So if that happens, that that be a real fucking nail in the coffin. But yeah, we'll run through uh, stats. Uh, 0.75 shots in the box per game. That's thirty second out strikers. Big chances. Not point not not, which is joint last. <laughs> XG 0.05 per game, 42nd key passes, 1.256, which is obviously he's, he's had a, he has had some creative input, just not anything from goal. XGI 0.2, which is 34th, and then West Ham as a whole, their XG has been 1.2 in some tricky fixtures, which is 13th. Um, but yeah, it's going to be interesting to see over these next. Uh, well, I'm definitely going to keep him for the next two, and then. If he's still doing nothing then, then probably would be a decision to make. But and I still think those fixtures are too good to turn down, despite these abysmal stats. Yeah. Inclined but wait, to how long are we going to say this for? Yeah. I think it reminds me of my decisions to get Kane, like ignoring the fact that he had no form and just going with the fixtures. And that, that didn't really pay off. But it did, it did for the people who went for Son. So it's, tr- it's a tricky one. Given that he's already in, t- in my team, I'm going to keep him. But I wouldn't tell people to buy him now. I think I'd probably go Bowen, wouldn't you? If you if you didn't have any yeah. West Ham. Um, but all it takes is a goal. Like you could score against Norwich. It's all rosy again, couldn't it? So, yeah. mm, I think. Um, are we going to talk about the other striking options now? We could talk about it here. I haven't got anything prepared. Yeah. So yeah. I I just think. I know it seems very obvious, but 
knee jerk. What? I know who you're going to say. Yeah. Um, the fixtures: Burnley, Chelsea, Leeds, Brentford. Next four. There's three decent fixtures in there. I mean, I, I'm still looking at Watkins uh, just because. Do you think? I think Gerald's going to stick with this. Uh, Ings yeah, maybe coming Played off really like, well. Yeah, and even even if Ings does come back in and go up top, Watkins still does well off the left. It's it's not like um, it's not like Watford where when now that King suddenly moved to left back in that game, like Watkins doesn't end up being that deep when he moves that wide. He still gets into the box and his stats stay reasonably similar. So. I think Watkins is a great option if you've not already got him. I'm, I'm actually thinking about with the whole thing about having a decent bench player and whatnot. I've got I've got the money to do Dobbin, who's my 4.5 dud on the bench, to to Watkins. I should have done no it brainer. last week. No brainer. Should have done, should, yeah. should done it last week, but I just thought I'll save my transfer and um, don't know why. Yeah, I, I obviously look stupid now. Um, but yeah, I think Watkins and then a rogue shout for uh, what do you think about Lacazette now that Aubameyang's sort of fallen from but, grace? Yeah, we, we've talked about it in podcasts before, haven't we? We said he always looks good when he plays, he always scores goals. Obviously, he missed his penalty, which bit of a shame mid, um, last night, but yeah, he's it was, always it was, good. it was an all right pen though, wasn't it? I think it was just it was a good save by the keeper. It wasn't mm. like he sort of fluffed it, it was he'd gone to one of the corners, it was a decent save. Um, I mean, it takes a lot of balls. I don't think Arsenal's fixtures are too great, but uh, yeah, it's one that could pay off. You could, you could be like Mr. Free Hit. Why don't you go for it? Yeah. What, what, was anyone else? What, what's Shut your take on King? De- what's your take on King Dennis now? Because it came out of the blue, didn't it? King moved into left left wing or left back, and then De- Dennis was suddenly the central striker. Um, I, I saw it yesterday the uh, Nigeria manager has been sacked. The, right. the one who the one who supposedly had fallen out with um, Dennis, or the one who didn't like Dennis, or whatever. Well, I seen a couple of days ago that the Afcon might be postponed. Was that just a? I think that was fake news. Fake news, right? But I wouldn't be surprised if it's still you know there's still time, isn't there? Oh, yeah. and um, I've heard some somewhere else. I can't remember where. That the pronunciation is Denis, <laughs> not not Denise, like I said a few weeks ago, but Denis, like Emmanuel Denis. Why why are you so you're really, really interested in your pronunciation? Remember when I kept calling him Boo Boo, and you were like curious. Well, I just think if you're completely butchering it, and it's not, it's not, it's not acceptable. Like it was pissing me off so much last night. That um, McManaman kept on calling Masuaku Masuaka. He was he was he, he was one syllable off calling him a bloody maraca, and then um, the 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 um the cocom kept on saying, well, just he kept on saying Masuaku, trying to press the point that it's Masuaku, and then McManaman would just come in three times in a row. Yeah, but Masuaka's getting overloaded by uh by Saka. He just, he just. I think he liked the the rhyming of Saka and Masuaka. But yeah, I just um, <laughs> we should we should we should try and get the pronunciation right where we can. <laughs> right. 
But uh, yeah. anyway, um, <laughs> I think I wouldn't move from King. Let's see how it plays out. But if King does stick on the left wing, it could yeah, I think, I think it takes one more game, doesn't it? If, if the next game it's raw reversal, then I probably would switch. If he played well, I think it's all down the to other, result, the, the other it? thing that annoyed me about Bloody Masuaka, just to go back to that, you know, he's a he's a king in this part of the world, in this in the premium player sphere. King Masuaka, he was um big part of the podcast last year, so it was um especially annoying to him at Manaman butchering his name. Put some respect on his name, as they say. Yeah, are, we still, are we still going on? All right, okay. Sorry. <laughs> no, uh, go on, let's move on. We, we had some yeah. admin to get through, didn't we? Um yeah, so before this, I've not actually put it on the slide, which is a bit annoying. But yeah, there's um, another thing to be aware of with COVID, not enough uh, planning around, is the four yellow cards. So I think players have got two more game weeks. So it's the end of game week 19 where it's kind of kiboshed and we go again. I think 10's the next uh, limit, isn't it? But of the players on four yellows, I'll read out ones that are interesting from a FPL point of view. There is a lot of players on four. Uh, there's about 40 players on four yellow cards, which is um, one to be aware of. But ones that um, stand out from an FPL point of view, uh, Bruno Fernandes, Josh Brownhill, uh, Matty Cash, Rafinha, Luca Digne, Conor Gallagher, Ruben Diaz, Reese James, uh, John McGinn, extent, Tyrone Mings, uh, and then Pogba, who's not quite irrelevant now. A- Andrew Robertson, Fred, who's come into a few teams, uh, Luke Shaw, uh, Brandon Williams is a cheap option, and Callum Wilson. They're probably the standout FPL. It's mad that Luke Shaw's on four year He's not even been playing recently. He's on uh, four year cards already. So the there, there is a few there, isn't there? Obviously, Conor Gallagher, because a lot of people are looking to bring him in. Um, Reese James is annoying for me. Mm, yeah. that, that would just top off that transfer for me if he ends up getting a yellow card now and misses a, a game because Alonso's one I'm looking to come off. But then if Reese James then gets a yellow, I'd be uh, a bit screwed then. So yeah, that's that's one to think about. Um just yeah, yeah, I guess we Rafinha should is another one. Big teams have got a lot of uh Ruben Diaz, obviously people who got the city double up is a big one. Um, but yeah, want to want to be aware of that. That probably puts me off Conor Gallagher as an option. Probably that probably be enough to sway not bringing him in. But yeah, yeah. It's only two when, more game weeks. Do you remember that season when Diego Costa was uh, on the suspension tightrope for weeks? He was on like nine yellows, and nobody was getting him in because it's like oh, he's going to get suspended too. And he just he just he just rode it out. He just kept scoring every week as well. So yeah, occasionally it. it if you take the maybe, risk, maybe he had him in his own FPL team trolling people. Um, I think Mourinho had probably had a word with him. He was like, I need don't get a yellow now, you're gonna, you're gonna miss one. Um, what was the other thing? Oh, just keep an eye on what's going on with Afcon as well. The dates when that is going to fall will play critical to your team planning. So, yeah, keep an eye on that. Any, anything else? But let, let's. Stop as far as don't bring any Africans into your team. We might get misquoted. So yeah, let's stop as far as that. Oh yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't saying anything remotely close to that. I don't think you needed right. to to give that clarification. I was saying keep an eye on the dates. No, just saying let's not be quoted on that. Um, so we'll move on to the premium players. 
premium planning segment. Um, yeah, players that were looking to captain over the next few game weeks, all teams were trying to target. Obviously, COVID, United's game's not been put off here for Brighton, so that's that'll probably move him down the ticker a bit. Um, Chelsea at the bottom, which I thought was quite interesting. Despite, next three don't look too difficult, do they? This is obviously after the game against Everton, but it's the last two, isn't it, that's not kicked them right now. I wonder if the fact that they've... Have they got a blank after that as well because of the Club World Cup? Is that another reason why they're bottom? Yeah, potentially, but this is this is only next five. As you can see right. there, they're the only team that has to play Liverpool and City, other than Brentford, aren't they? Um, and their fixtures are slightly harder than Brentford's, but I think what really does this uh, fixture difficulty is uh, City-Liverpool, isn't it? That kind of yeah. seems down. And then after that, though, so game week 23, they've got Tottenham. And then, and then it's the blank, yeah. So, yeah, I think even if it was the next seven, they'd probably still be bottom. Yeah, the next three not look too deep, but yeah, one, one to keep an eye on. I probably wouldn't be looking to bring in any Chelsea players now. Um, I'd probably yeah, hold what I'm, I've got and then... I'm going to be gradually looking to phase out Alonso and Mount from my team as these difficult fixtures start to come around. So... um you don't have Bowen currently, are you? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Oh, do you? Yeah. So obviously, West Ham at the top. I'm looking to make so, a charge on Mindy, uh, Antonio, and Bowen. Obviously, hope Antonio kind of brings it back. Everton's interesting second. I don't know how close Carver Lewin is to fitness. Um, obviously, they don't look great at the moment, but Demario Gray was a popular option at the start of the season. Over there, can get a bit of form back. Yeah, Carver Lewin coming back for. For this one would be ideal for him, wouldn't it? Hmm. They've been hit as well by Richarlison being injured now. So, uh, yeah, even though they're second in the fixture ticker, I wouldn't be looking to Everton at the moment. Um, anyone else you're looking to target from from the top few? You look, well, United was one, wasn't it? We brought Ronaldo and Dallo before the COVID. Uh, I wouldn't be bringing it. Obviously, games postponed this weekend, so obviously we're bringing them. But yeah. It's kind of a shame that the COVID's hit them at that time from an FPL point of view. Um, Watford, Palace, obviously, Gall- you won't really touch anyone else other than Gallagher. Tottenham, fixtures after Liverpool, quite nice. Obviously, a few doubles get put in there as well. That's quite an attractive uh, proposition. Um, but yeah, they're probably the ones. And they're in Liverpool, despite mid-table, but you'd, you still won't be put off them, I don't think. So, um, what's your transfer plan this week? Roll, hopefully. As a guy who loves taking hits. Depending on... My subs bench at the moment, well, United was suspended, was uh, off, wasn't it? But it was Josh King, Dello and Livermento, which if one of them has to come in, King or Livermento and Southampton have got Brentford at home this weekend. Obviously, they've been ravaged by COVID as well. And this game might not actually go ahead. Um, but yeah, I thought he had a strong bench. Might not even have anyone on the bench, but it, yeah. Oh, that's just probably looked roll. We forgot the most important advice of advice before for the COVID planning, which was um, leave your transfer as late as possible. Yeah, yeah. seeing as yeah, you, right. you you've you've been telling people for two years to do early transfers for team value. Yeah, maybe so not. Probably, now. Yeah, I, th- um, I think the sat the sat the Saturday one o'clock deadline's great, isn't it? This week, actually, thinking about that. And my transfers is a bit up in the air. 
I think Watkins to Dobbin looks like a no-brainer for one of them. If I use two, not no Dobbin to Watkins, not Watkins to Dobbin. Can I say? Yeah. Um, if if Bernardo's injured, I might look to move him on to Foden. I don't know. Or yeah, how much money you got? I got three point six, and I didn't get Ronaldo, did I? So I've still got three three and a half million in the bank. So you could do that. You could do Watkins, Dobbin to Watkins, and thing it's for. I think yeah, right. Just keep copying my transfers. That that that'll do well. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, if I'm trying to block you, then it makes sense, doesn't it? Um, the, or I might do. I might bring. I might bring Bowen in for Mount or Smith Rowe. Depends on if we hear anything about from Arteta on whether Smith Rowe is going to come back into the first team or not. It's hard. It's Leeds and Norwich next for Smith Rowe, so I'm, I'd kind of want to keep him. But yeah, we'll see. Um, but yeah, we'll try and tweet Saturday morning what what we've done. Um, yeah, best our best. Um, in terms of last one cap this weekend, obviously depends on how Salah does this evening. But might have a decision to make this weekend. Uh, Liverpool, Tottenham, City, Newcastle. Which, yeah, interesting. Might might be tempted by folding there. Right. Yeah, I think I'm keep. I'm gonna stick with Salah. The fact that Tottenham are, um, you know, we're not, we're not really sure what shape they're going to be in, do we? When they, if that game yeah, goes ahead, yeah, fair enough. So yeah, and if you go for Foden, I mean, what if he gets ten minutes off the bench or whatever, which could easily happen. That's yeah, yeah. it up a bit, but yeah, probably will go Salah. I did, I did go Ronaldo the weekend before. And it kind of paid off, didn't it? But yeah, just about Fair. paid off. But yeah, brave call. Uh, yeah, good luck with the game week. Uh, the game week was just going on. Good luck with your get games tonight. And yeah, hopefully you can come up with a plan this weekend. Yeah, hang on in there. Don't 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 rage quit because of what everything's going on. Um, you, you, I guess people could just look at you for inspiration. Like look, look where you were a few um, a few weeks ago, and then. You've I can't to wait to overtake you, just so you stop being so smug. <laughs> I'm coming for you. Um, it won't be long. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. Well, um, I best get back to work, actually. I've just, just clocked the time. Um, so, yeah, uh, catch you next week. Time flies when you're having fun. Right, same, right? See ya.